millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Crime and Investigations, I Am A Killer is a brand new 10-part true crime documentary series produced in partnership with Netflix by an excellent production team including me, Danny Tipping and me, Tom Adams. Each episode tells the story of a prisoner convicted of capital murder and sentenced to death. In this podcast, we'll be going into the making of each episode revealing what it was like to produce this incredible series. My name is uh, Kenneth Foster Jr., I'll be 41 years old next month. I was convicted for capital murder and um, I was sentenced to death in 1997. So episode one of I'm a Killer is um, called Killer in the Eyes of the Law and it features Kenneth Foster. Um, Kenneth wrote to us uh, a number of times and his story is, well, not unique, but 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 certainly different in, in, in this series and, it, and he was convicted under the law of parties, which is... Uh, a law in America that allows you to be tried for murder if you are, in fact, an accomplice to the murder. In this case, Kenneth was the, the driver of, of the car where his his friend uh, did, in fact, murder someone. Kenneth was the driver, didn't commit the crime himself, but was convicted as if he had and was sentenced to death. Um, ultimately, his, his death sentence was commuted just a few hours, six hours, I think, Tom, yeah. Yeah. before before he uh, he received his, his death sentence. Um, and Kenneth's been in, in prison ever since. Um, and it's, it was unusual because we hadn't come across the law of parties before. Um, so it stood out that this character had, had spent his entire adult life in prison for, for being an accomplice to murder, but without actually committing the murder itself. Um, so it did raise lots and lots of questions. And Kenneth is, is currently, although he's going through various... Uh, Appeal processes. The viewings we had of this, um, of this, actually, I mean, it, it, the same was true across the board, actually. But I think this one, especially when when this was shown to people, when we were first getting the cuts out um, and trying to shape the story, I think people were quite amazed at, at, at him being on death row for for what he did. But maybe that's a that's a, a, a British perspective. Maybe maybe they, they see it very very differently. I mean, obviously they all don't because there are there are campaigns to there were there were you know big big campaigns to get him off death row, which 
ultimately succeeded. Well, and, and ongoing campaigns against the law of parties, yeah, which is seen yeah. across the, the yeah. board as a, as a, a very complicated uh, uh, and, and sometimes unfair law or interpretation of the law. Mauricio Brown testified that we didn't plan a robbery. He testified that nobody encouraged him to rob. And he testified that he acted on his own accord. Um, unfortunately, that wasn't good enough. You know, the, the jury didn't believe it, you know, and they convicted both of us of capital murder. They convicted me of being a conspirator to the crime. Um, they convicted me mostly for uh, being a driver, for driving the car. Um, and they handed down a death sentence for that. I think the best documentaries are are not about the the questions you answer but the questions you ask and in this one we we've allowed um or had the, very fortunate to have the the cooperation and, and and the opportunity to interview people on on both sides of the fence who who talk very openly very passionately uh, about how they feel um and Kenneth, Kenneth is is obviously central to that who who I think is very open and very honest and and we interviewed Kenneth twice as we did all the contributors and he it's the first time he has had the opportunity to speak as openly and as freely about about his crime and the punishment he received. Um, and it does leave you, you know, really, really, if not questioning uh, what you thought to be true, but certainly really having to think deeply about the, 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 the law um, and, 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 and realising that there's many, many layers to every story. Again, you know, had we approached this as we might normally in a, a, a true crime documentary series without Kenneth's contribution, um, this may not have, have made it onto our, our list um, until you until you talk to the, the key protagonist, Kenneth, and, and the victim's family and, and Kenneth's own family um, and those people involved in the case. And it starts a much more complicated and nuanced story starts to unravel. Um, I think that's true across the series, but Kenneth's one is certainly one that provoked a really big spectrum of of emotions and thoughts and feelings and yeah i, I mean it, I, I suppose it all boils down to how involved he was and that is for the courts to decide um we all have our opinions every day for the last 21 years i've had to think what can i do that's gonna make a difference in this situation because it's hard to bring a triumph from a tragedy like this because this man shouldn't have lost his life. Even though I wasn't the one that killed him, nevertheless, I was there and I've had to pay the price for it and it means something to me. So um, our teams interviewed both uh, Kenneth Foster's grandfather, uh, who was um, responsible for a large part of Kenneth's upbringing and uh, Michael LaHood's uh, brother, uh, Nico LaHood. Um, and in the film, we reveal that uh, Nico went on to become a, a district attorney. So he's you know, intimately involved in, in maintaining the laws in, in Texas um, and feels very, very strongly that Kenneth um, has received the punishment he deserves. Um, and at that point, I think that the team you know, saw an opportunity to perhaps bring the the two parties together and so we did instigate the meeting um, between there was a, there was a hope at one point that um nico would go and visit uh kenneth in in prison 
it was certainly talked about and it wasn't off the table, but it just trying to make things happen within the time frame it needed to happen in and and have parties agree it, it, it proved too challenging but actually I think the program is is stronger for it actually because it just it just leaves that hanging mm-hmm. but the 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 meeting between Kenneth's grandfather and and Nicola Hood is an extremely powerful uh piece of television of and in itself and it's I mean they are very much at odds uh, but they treat each other with mm. a great deal of respect yeah, yeah. Um, I think both very much understand the each other's feelings uh, on the matter which as I say are couldn't be more uh, polar at, at, yeah. at odds yeah. and effectively agree to disagree but uh, I mean I don't think Kenneth's grandfather got the resolution he was hoping for but it really is again. It's it just a, another opportunity to examine the the many layers and opposing views that each of these cases offers up. But it was it was a, a rare thing when we we suggested we didn't know if the parties would agree, and we're extremely grateful that they did because I think um, it gives the viewer just an incredible amount of insight into to what these people, you know, whilst Kenneth is obviously uh, uh, affected by the the decisions and, uh, that were made in court. You know, even more so are the other families of, the, of those people that lost their lives, and you know it's an opportunity to see them discuss it. The idea of meeting with Kenneth Foster doesn't enrage me anymore. It used to. I will not uh, expend any resources to do something solely for him. He can't pay me back. There's nothing he can do to pay me back. So why why even seek out a debt that he can't pay? Nico is. Uh such a good interviewee as well i mean he, he he's a he's a public speaker for a for a living but so eloquent and the way he related his feelings back to the church which he's very involved with and actually you know found god since his brother was was murdered and and i mean he talks about it in the film about about a way of getting rid of his anger his anger what does he say? He he would sit on his drive, challenging the devil to 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 come back. I mean, extraordinary lines, really, from an interview. Um, so you know, great that he was he was so willing to be involved and and engaged with the whole program. And again, he's a, a very well, he's a very charismatic and intelligent guy, but extremely honest in his. He doesn't yeah, pull any punches. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is yeah. uh, convinced that that Kenneth. Kenneth Foster's received the, uh, or initially, on, on, and received the distance, received the punishment that he deserves, and he's unwavering in that and that belief, and and he's and challenges the viewer to see it from his point of view. Uh, that that yeah, you know, you yeah. tell me sitting at home that you don't believe in the death penalty, as I'm sure many of our our viewers probably don't, but tell me that again when you've seen your own brother lying dead in your driveway, and. Wherever you stand, I think on the subject, that's you know, incredibly powerful. You know, it's a challenge to for you to consider somebody else's point of view, and I think it's um, you know, it's very, very bold and honest and brave of of, of Nico to put that out there. Mm. I mean, he's got a couple of things going on. Yeah. Kat, he's a very interesting character. Yeah. His granddad was a was a great character. Again, and but there's you know, just in in accepting 
the fact that his grandson is going to spend the better yeah. part of his, you know, yeah. in, in best case scenario, will spend the majority of his life behind bars and there's nothing he can do about it. Mm. Uh, you know, his grandfather's accepted that he, w- he will be dead a long time before Kenneth is released, if that ever happens. And, you know, that there couldn't be a more, you know, telling sign of what we're, we're dealing with, that, that, you know, Kenneth's family will be will be gone before yeah. he he, yeah. he gets to see them again. Now the thing is, get him out of there. Death, I mean, a life sentence is a life sentence and I still, I still have work to do. I mean, yeah, I'm 90 years old now, but I still say I'm going to see him free. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even though um, Kenneth wasn't on death row, it was the same setup, actually, whether you were on death row or not. He was still... Um, he was still in maximum security yeah, on life sentence. still so. behind glass. He was still, uh, you know, we still didn't have that contact with him. So um, there was nothing simpler about it. I, I, I didn't want a format for, for this series. Formats force you to fit a story to a, to a, to a shape. And I was adamant that we should take each story on its merits and tell it the way it needed to be told. Actually, through discussions within the team and and through actually necessity, we ended up with what turned out to be a loose format. But it it worked for us and it, it gave us flexibility to tell stories individually, but give the series a a, a shape. And that was it. it we, We've talked about only being allowed an hour. And actually, I think it was Cathy whose suggestion was we shoot them twice, come what may, in case in case we can't um, get enough from that first interview. Cathy Hales, our head of production, who was on the Cross the Series right from the very beginning, from our uh, earliest development, from the first letter we sent until uh, the last uh, last tape was delivered. And originally it was almost for safety purposes, wasn't it, that we ensured yeah, that... Yeah. But it, it, it turned out to be much, much more than that as a device. Well, it, yeah. Um, it allowed us to to establish the other facts and, and, and set the scene in the first interview, um, collect uh, information from, from the, all the other sources and contributors and then go back and present present some of those those key interviews to our, our contributors and, and give them the opportunity to respond, um, which was, I mean, in some films more than others, but... Yeah, an incredibly yeah, powerful yeah. tool. I mean, I, my feeling was if, you, and I don't know whether this is true or not, and I, I mean, it, it came to pass that it was in some instances and not in others. It's it's all dependent on the character. But I felt that the possibility was there that if you have been in prison for 
20 years for committing a crime and as as Josh Nelson makes clear for a, for a you know a moment the worst thing he'd ever done and you you've done that perhaps you regret it immediately perhaps you don't regret it, it you know it depends on circumstances but whatever you have you have committed that crime you are in prison for 20 years i felt that over that 20 years perhaps you would have an internal dialogue that that allowed you to make sense of what you did that allowed you to come to terms maybe you had reasons for it and 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 you've decided those reasons were valid or maybe you felt it wasn't your fault whatever it might be but there's some kind of internal conversation that allows you to get up every morning on death row or in maximum security and just survive that day and what that first interview would do would reveal that story would 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 hopefully give us that internal conversation that 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 allowed you to to do what you did every day we would then go away and and speak to other contributors perhaps arresting officers or relatives of the victim or or friends of of the the, the prisoner whoever it might be and then perhaps there would be a, a mismatch between stories. Perhaps what we heard from the prisoner didn't quite match up with what we heard from other contributors. And it might be that we could then go back and, and explore those differences. And that became a very broad brushstroke format that we, that we explored. And at times... It was it was a useful way of of thinking about a story. At times, it 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 wasn't. But I think with um, Kenneth, it was it was interesting to speak to everyone else and get their perspective on what happened, um, and then come back and and ask him about differences and and you know previous things that he had done in his life, etc. And that became a useful way of telling the stories across the series. A lot of these stories are just desperately sad. Mm. You know, it, it's it's it. Again and again, we would be watching these and just think, what a what a waste! What a what a you know what a absolute waste of Michael's life, of of Kenneth's life. It's just well, and, and those that have been dealing with it ever since. I mean, yeah, it, it has it, it, it's, it's, it it's affected so everybody. Much, yeah, and I think and that's in common with the whole series. I don't think there's there's very few stories in this series that are as straightforward as they might appear on paper. Um, and this is a very good example of that. And it and it's I think it took us all by surprise. It, in in virtually every episode, I think I was taken by surprise by the, the levels of... The layers. That yeah, were, the layers of complexity and, and of emotion and, and, and how you might feel at the end of them. And, and this is definitely a good example of that. We'd love to hear what you think of the series. Comment on Facebook or Twitter with hashtag IamAKiller. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe to this podcast series. The I Am A Killer podcast is hosted by Tom Adams and Danny Tipping and is produced by Sam Pearson, Stefan Ardilly and Matt Talent with editing by Susanna Lawrence. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.